Hi, I'm Tony Mala, and welcome to the ASA Podcast, a program for automotive professionals that helps keep you ahead of what's now, what's new, and what's next in the business of automotive service and collision repair. This podcast is brought to you by the Automotive Service Association, dedicated to driving your success. And we'll be sharing information, insight, and inspiration that will not just help you make a living, it will help you make a difference. Hi, I'm talking with Jimmy Lee, product evangelist for Kikui Corporation, who's graciously agreed to come on the show and talk a little bit about what's up with Kikui these days. Good morning, Jimmy. Hey, good morning, Tony. It's good to be here. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Your title is product evangelist. What's your role with Kikui? Oh, that means I just travel with a soapbox. I jump on it and uh, I'm able to proclaim from the top of my voice the goodness and the greatness of Kikui and the things that we've been able to do to help shop owners become more successful in their business. In the current times that we're in, nothing is normal anymore. So let's start with that. What's been different with Kikui as you've worked through the pandemic? Have your processes changed? Yeah, these are some really interesting economic times that we're in. Come March, as a team, we were in Phoenix working on our, our future plans and what we were doing, the future conferences, trade shows. They were being canceled left and right. We discovered very quickly we had to make an immediate change to our approach in the industry. And so we developed an idea of shop videos as well as virtual conferences. We've been blessed to be able to host two of those so far, one with ATI and one with Napa. And these are conferences that are available on the internet. So it doesn't matter where you are, you're able to watch this information. We were blessed to be able to reach Eastern New York. Tina runs a shop there and has never been to a conference or a trade show. 18 years she's wanted to go. The families wanted to go. They could never make it. And they were able to attend a virtual conference which gave them all the fuel they needed to now commit themselves that in the future, when a conference does come available in their area, they're going to attend. They're going to go. These conferences have gone international. Certainly, we're in Canada. Those are our neighbors to the north. We've reached Bolivia, France, New Zealand, Australia, Zimbabwe. The reach of this has been amazing. So many professionals from the automotive industry willing to put in their time, effort, and energy to bringing a higher level of knowledge and understanding to our industry. It's been phenomenal, these virtual conferences. So it was a very quick pivot for us to go from a trade show conference model to a virtual conference model. And uh, I got to give a lot of props to Patrick Egan. He is the brainchild behind most of it, if not all of it. Uh, It's been a dream of mine to be able to do virtual conferences ever since I joined into the automotive industry almost a decade ago. When you're out on the road 200 nights a year, yeah, you you tend to miss your own bed and your own pillow. So, Yeah, well, the webinars have been flowing like crazy. Everyone's doing them. We all seem to pivot to the electronic format given the fact that we can't physically gather together. And it's been a couple of surprising results, one of which is we do a lot of training, mostly management stuff, but we do some technical training too. And a lot of our benefit providers, of which Kikui is one, I might add, you guys are one of our sponsored benefit providers, and we, we appreciate that support. In talking to some of the educators, it's kind of funny that some of the preconceptions about the value of any kind of an online experience are changing and changing fairly dramatically. And as you mentioned, we've seen the same thing. We've had individuals from over the pond, uh, Asia, 
pretty much around the world. I'm getting emails from them. Hey, I saw your webinar. Or I saw your training. You know, where can I get more of that sort of thing? So I don't know whether it's a game changer. Do you think that this is going to affect the way we actually interact with our industry, with each other after we come out of this? Yeah, I think it will 100%. I think that there will always be an element. I think going forward, it's going to be 100% hybrid. Yes, we will need face-to-face. -face. We will need that face-to-face -face networking, but there's still a large element of population that either can't travel for financial reasons or distance reasons, or two, that can't travel because they're high risk and they're risk adverse. They don't want to put themselves at risk. So I think going forward, it needs to be part of every conference and trade show that you have a live streaming ability for those who aren't able to attend, that they can still view this information and participate and gain the knowledge. Spreading knowledge is elevating the entire industry. It's not just training those who can make the travel and make the stay. It's elevating the entire industry. And once we're able to elevate the entire industry, it's better for everybody. What sort of feedback have you gotten from the virtual events that you've held? Do the attendees generally like them? Do they, do they say they're, they're working? Oh, very well attended. Vendors have loved it. Attendees have loved it. Those who are there and getting the information absolutely love it. It's a great way of reaching that audience. Interesting feedback is we get those who compliment us for having it during the workday. They would have traveled to a conference anyway, so they, they did take the day off and they were able to participate. They appreciated that we had multiple sessions available where they stayed in track A. Now they can go back and watch track B because it was all recorded. So we had a lot of people that complimented us for doing it during the normal business workday, and it still allowed them to have their weekends to be with family and friends. Hmm. Then you also have the other tip of the iceberg of people who complained because we had it during work hours and they weren't able to attend during work hours. And I lovingly remind them that they can watch it at midnight in their underwear if they want. It's all recorded. The information's there. And I think they just missed out that they missed on the live event of it. Are the live events interactive in any way or is it because of the volume of people that you have? Is it kind of a one-way conversation? Yeah, that's a great question. So the first one we did was very much interactive. We were able to bring people right up on camera and microphone if they had it on their computers, and it would be obvious because you could see them on camera. Those who didn't, or maybe they were multitasking, a lot of people were listening to it as they were doing other work as well, and, and that's fine. The second one we did it was very interactive from a chat point of view. It was more of a webinar where you were coming to view the information a two-day webinar. And it was very well received, both of them, uh, highly interactive, lots of chats going back and forth. We had four people that were monitoring the chat uh, section to make sure that all the questions were being answered or even to throw a question at a presenter to say, hey, this question is being asked. Can you address this? And uh, you would have to, sometimes the questions were kind of vague. Sometimes they were very detailed. You'd have to become the voice of the shop owner to ask that question. So that was exciting as well. Interesting. And I know Kakui provides basically virtual conversation ability to the clients that you have. Have your customers been engaging with their customers more these days virtually through Kakui? Are you noticing an uptick in that? Oh yeah, there's a huge uptick in online appointments, in online chatting, even text messaging. And this is a, a direction that Kikui is going. 
with 90% of all text messages being seen, viewed, read within three minutes, it is a preferred method of communication. The thing that shops have to be careful of and protect themselves on the TCPA, this is an act that governs all marketing via text messaging. You've got to make sure that if the car's not there and you're soliciting that customer, you've got to make sure that they have opted in for your solicitation. So uh, text marketing is huge, absolutely huge right now in bringing customers back in. Texting, while the car is in the shop, there's a lot more texting going back and forth. Customers can communicate via text. They don't always necessarily want to talk to you on the phone because they're busy in the office, they're on a Zoom meeting, but they can text you. So that's become a, a great method of communicating back and forth. Online web payments, paying online is an option. And that's become very popular, highly used. There is a lot more contactless communication happening. I don't know if it's a mental thing that people don't want to talk on the phone. They would rather text, but that is the method of communication. Texting is definitely going to take over email. Hmm. Some of that's generational too. I think the boomers tend to make phone calls. Yep. The millennials tend to text. And as the customer base changes and moves to a younger demographic, a lot of shops have been adjusting to it, which is one of the reasons that I know all of our members have been moving in this direction for quite some time now and taking advantage of some of the uh, products and services organizations like Kikui provide them to help improve that. I think the contactless thing is something that may also be one of those things that sticks around for a while. And some of the shops I've talked to, they said, you know, it's actually kind of improved productivity because there's shorter communications times with the customer while still leaving them the option of doing things like digital vehicle inspections where they can simply text a picture and, you know, explain a problem, update the customer on where their car is as the repair proceeds. So I would imagine things like that are growing, right? Yeah. Contactless will stay around forever. Digital vehicle inspections are extremely important. You, you Customers can't stick around. They can't come in the bays. They're not there to see what you're showing them. Take a picture, take a video, send them an entire report. Customers want to know their vehicle. They want to know what's going on with their vehicle. Give them all the good, give them the bad. Give them the entire scope of, of what it is that they're looking at. Nobody wants to go into a doctor's office and not be told that they have three months to live. You, you want to know the truth about your health. You want to know the truth about your vehicle. It has to happen that way. And I, I give props to Leon Martin in his shop in Washington. He's got a sign up behind his counter that says, know the truth about your vehicle, no matter how bad it is. Well, better to know than not to know. And actually that helps in planning. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about Kikui. Anything new that we should know about? What's going on with the company? Yeah, the company is growing. It's expanding. In February, Lori Sharp came on as our CEO and she has taken the reins and is doing a phenomenal job in providing us uh, direction and leadership. She has a vision of where we're going and how to get there. It's absolutely amazing. She's assembled a, a great team. We've doubled our sales force. We now have an office in Las Vegas, an office that could hold up to easily probably 70 or 80 people. Right now, there's about 20 that are inside of this office and it uh, has the ability to expand quite well, quite rapidly and quite easily, uh, just adding people and adding desks. So Kakui is here to stay and we're here to expand our breadth and our reach and we're here to help enlighten shop owners all over the country from coast to coast and all over North America. That is the bread and butter. That's the primary market. We do have some international in Brazil and New Zealand, Australia, France, Germany. 
there are some shops that are seeking us out. And uh, as long as they understand where this is a U.S.-based company and we operate during U.S. times, everything works. What sort of products are the shops taking and most advantage of? They're definitely taking us up on the Google Premier Partner websites. They're taking us up on all of our customer relationship management softwares. And there's a few additional add-on items that they can add with text messaging, with shop videos. We have crews all across North America, professional video crews that will come in and be able to capture the beauty of a shop. There's three main videos that every shop wants to have. A shop video that highlights them and what makes them different. A technician testimonial. This is them telling other technicians, this is why you want to work here. This is an amazing place to be. And third is a customer testimonial, which I call the raving fan testimonial. And this is the, the voice of your customer explaining to other customers what they can expect to get out of their experience in your shop. Shop video has taken over communication. Cisco estimates that by 2022, 80% of all internet activity will be videos. And we're discovering very quickly that people don't want to read about it. They don't want to talk to you about, the, about it on the phone. They want to watch a video about it. And this is a beautiful way of capturing the beauty of your shop and putting it in a method that customers can consume. They're already searching for automotive repair Dallas, Texas. That You know that they're looking for a location. They have a problem. You need to be the solution and to be there right for them at the exact right time is to have a shop video on your website. People want to see what you look like. They want to build a relationship. They want to know who you are. They want to see that you can smile and that you're happy and that you've got a good work environment, that your employees like working there, that other customers who have come to your shop like coming there because they've had a good experience as well. The challenge of having shop videos is making sure that you host them properly. And that's where Kikui really shines. Our videos don't hinder the loading time of your website. Google says that after three seconds, you potentially lose 53% of your customer base because we are a, a society that wants instant gratification. They're looking for that information quickly. Your website has to load fast. Videos have to be on there and they need to be hosted properly. Kukui is using some proprietary information and technology that helps that happen, that makes it quick and easy for a shop and for people to consume it as well. Mm. Well, a lot of our members do have videos on their websites. In fact, we have a, a top 10 website event that we do every year where we recognize those that have done the best job. Yeah. And some of them actually uh, you know, are, are your clients as well. A couple of things that you said interested me. I'm not surprised by the fact that they're using them to attract customers and to explain the value of their business. But you had said something about also reaching out to recruit uh, some new talent that they might need, given our current situation where everyone seems to be concerned about where they're going to find the talent going forward. How is that working for the shops? Are they finding that technicians are actually responding to the videos and seeking them out and inquiring about employment? Yeah, they are. They absolutely are. An example that comes to mind, there's a, a town that has 15 shops. And with these economic times, seven of those shops closed down. Seven shops now have technicians that are available that are looking for work. They're looking for employment. Mm -hmm. So you've got almost, you've got the reverse situation. You've got the pick of the litter. 
So your videos are going to attract those top of the top. Uh, it's a great opportunity that we have right now of, of being able to step in. A lot of shop owners, you know, the average age of our shop owners, what, 55, 56, mm -hmm. 57, somewhere in that range. Right. The, a lot of shop owners are using this time to say, all right, no, it's cool. I've had a good run of it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to retire now. And, and that's great. This is an interesting storm that we are all in. Not all boats are created equal. Some aren't going to make it. And, and that's unfortunate. The, the fortunate for those that are built strong, that can weather this storm, you're going to be able to bring on more crew to bolster your business, build it bigger. Uh, you've got top quality technicians that are looking for the next opportunity. And your shop videos are going to attract that right person. In every situation, especially a crisis situation, those are the times when we generally improve the most because you have to. As you say, you either pivot or you simply don't survive. That's right. Times like these are when shop owners that have, like you say, had a good run, thinking about maybe it's time for an exit strategy to move out. Are you seeing out in the industry, although I know this is all virtual these days, we're not actually traveling, but are you noticing a trend towards certain shops actually looking to acquire some of these businesses that maybe are, are struggling during this uh, pandemic? Yeah, I've been surprised at how many shops that are with Kikui right now that are adding a second, a third, and even a fourth location right now. Interesting. It's absolutely happening. We talk about how it's going to be a different world when we come out of this thing than the one we left when we came into it. And we're seeing all kinds of changes up and down the food chain, that's for sure. The trend towards those successful businesses taking advantage of some government programs out there that can provide them financing to actually help grow their business. Is that something that you think is going to be as international as it is here in the States? Oh, yeah. Anything that happens in the United States has a ripple effect and it goes international for sure. And those shops that are going to make it, those shops that are expanding during this interesting economic times are, are the shops that have a very solid foundation. They've got great associations. They've got great support group. They're generally shops that are in coaching and training. They are members of associations like the ASA. That is such a powerful tool to help them stay ahead of the knowledge curve. The shops that are failing are generally the ones that, and I say generally, it's a very broad brush. They, they don't have an association. They don't have a, a solid foundation, a solid group that are, is with them. They don't have this knowledge that the ASA is able to bring them. I also think of the Napa Auto Care program, a phenomenal HTI coaching and training, RLL coaching and training. There's so much goodness that can come from all of this that those shops that are prepared for it come out even stronger. And they come out stronger because they have that solid foundation. It's easier for them to expand because the barrier to entry has been lowered so far. It's easier for them to to step out of their one shop comfort zone, and now they're easily able to duplicate themselves in a second shop, in a third shop, in a fourth shop. The ones that are making it have these solid network, this solid background, this solid foundation, and they're able to build on that to build a second, third, fourth location. Hmm. And as you say, with some of the shops that aren't going to reopen, the talent pool is actually available to do this as well. Yeah. And if there are shops that are struggling Please join the ASA. Be, be part of this program. Be part of this knowledge. Make sure that you are aware of what's going on. If you're not, you're going to be left behind. You'll be standing there wondering what's happening. 
Well, as they say, learning never stops, that's for sure. Again, I think getting back to the beginning of our conversation, the uptick that we've seen in interest for things like webinars, for the virtual training, uh, both technical and management, there's definitely a value there. And I think these are the types of, of situations where you take advantage of maybe a little bit extra time because of the slowdown. Consumers can't get to shops. The businesses tend to slow down. Most shops tell me their business at the height of the shutdown dropped about 25%. Some of that seems to be coming back. In fact, in some places, a lot of it has come back. So I know there's lots of hope out there. And as you say, the, the most successful shops plan for the future. What about Kakui's future? Where are you guys going? What's next on the horizon? Can you talk about anything? Uh, let's see. The things that I can talk about, the future of Kukui is very bright. We have a new CPO, Chief Product Officer, Heather Myers. She has come on and very quickly wrapped up a few projects that were dangling, that had been dangling for a while. She was able to uh, really step in and tackle those quickly. And she's looking to the future. She's looking to what those next steps are. And she's exceeding even my expectations of where I thought we could go in a timeline that was shorter than I thought we could make it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm extremely excited for the future of Kukui, um, especially having Heather Myers on as the CPO. Well, Kukui has been a wonderful partner for ASA. Again, we thank you for your support. Uh, as I had mentioned, you're one of our sponsored benefit providers. And I know a lot of members take advantage of the, uh, of the value that you provide. So I wanna thank you again for taking the time to talk with us today. This has been fascinating. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely a pleasure. I, I enjoy talking to you, Tony. I enjoy talking about Kikui. I enjoy talking about our industry. You know, Kikui has taken that approach of a smartphone, smartphones combined, calculators, cameras, televisions, computers, videos, music, all into one little device. Oh, and, and a conversation. It is a phone. Kikui has combined all these different marketing methods to track everything that comes into one location, all your different marketing, digital, print, hard copy, anything that you're doing to market your shop comes together into one platform into Kikui. And I'm tied into your point of sale system. And the beauty of that is I can tie a phone call from a marketing ad to an invoice. I can tell you exactly what that marketing method is making the shop or not making the shop. Perhaps there's marketing methods that we're spending thousands of dollars on that are not getting us results. It's time to evaluate. Mm. The beauty of Kikui is being able to know what's working and to stop using the spaghetti method. There's the spaghetti method. There's the uh, my gut feeling method. We don't need to use that method anymore. We can use the numbers to know exactly what's bringing us the most profit into our shop. When I was working for Chilton in the publishing industry, we had a magazine called Convergence that was specifically de dedicated, this is back in the 90s, specifically dedicated to talking about how all of these various technologies are going to come together, converge, and we're going to be able to do exactly what you just described. It's interesting to know that 20 years later, here we are. It's incredible the amount of improvement, business improvement you can get out of simply leveraging technology properly. As you say, not just throwing the spaghetti against the wall, but actually targeting what you're doing and getting the good results. So, Excellent. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the time. Have a great day. And you and I are going to have to talk again down the road as things change. So keep in touch. Will do. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. 
If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.